Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is part four of the 10 Steps of Christ's Suffering, and included are stages seven and eight. Stage seven, they crucified him. Let's you and I close our eyes and attempt to imagine some small portion of the pain, torture, and torment that our Savior experienced for us. Our hearts should wail in praise, admiration, and appreciation for his sacrifice. How can any man, woman, or child come to a full understanding of what he did for us without falling on our faces before him in humble submission and in the deepest heartfelt gratitude? How can we not love him, obey him, and live for him because of his sacrifice? As I meditate upon what Jesus did for me on the cross at Calvary, my heart wails. Cry out in thanks, O heart of mine. Cry out in praise in him. For Jesus suffered for the sinful things that I did. He bore my sins so grim. O wondrous and matchless Son of God, you died that I might be set free. I thank you, dear Savior, dear Son of God, for you hung on that cross for me. What exactly is crucifixion? According to Dake's Annotated Bible, crucifixion is one of the cruelest and shameful deaths ever devised. It was a Roman practice inflicted only upon slaves and the worst criminals. And yet our Lord and Savior, who knew no sin, neither was there guile found in his mouth subjected to this torture. 1 Peter 2 and 22, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. An African-American spiritual that we sang as children during Easter time has a stanza that sounds like this. They crucified my Savior and nailed him to a tree. They crucified my Savior and nailed him to a tree. They crucified my Savior and nailed him to a tree. And the Lord shall bless my spirit home. As we review the details of the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior for our salvation, the details are really tough to relate. However, lest we forget what he experienced for us, we must periodically revisit his excruciating experience. The Life in the Spirit Study Bible explains the details of Christ's crucifixion in this manner. When Jesus arrived at Golgotha's hill, the crossbeam of the cross was laid on the ground and Jesus was placed on it. His arms were stretched along the beam and a heavy, square, wrought iron nail was driven through his hands or wrists, first into the right 
and then into the left hand and deep into the wood. Next, Jesus was lifted up by means of ropes or ladders. The cross beam was bound or nailed to the upright beam and a support for the body was fastened on it. Lastly, his feet were extended and a larger piece of iron was driven through them. That's found on page 1473. Matthew 27, 33 through 37 describe his crucifixion. Let's listen to what Matthew has to say in 33 through 37. And when they were coming to a place called Golgotha, that is to say a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there and set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Verse 35 of the 27th chapter of Matthew tells us that the Roman soldiers attempted to give Christ vinegar and gall to drink. This prophecy was spoken in Psalm 69 and 21 and in Proverbs 31 and 6. The 21st verse of Psalm said, They gave me also gall for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. And in Proverbs 31 and 6, it says, Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Dake's Annotated Bible relates that vinegar with gall is a stupefying potion intended to intoxicate the victim and alleviate suffering. Jesus, however, refused the drink so as to suffer the full penalty for sin, sober and in his right mind. And that's found in Dake's Note E on page 56. Stage 8. They reviled him. After being covered with bloody wounds, exhausted, ridiculed, and exposed to the people, Jesus hung pathetically on the cross with pain in every inch of his body. Every effort to breathe was laborious. And then fluid began to accumulate around his heart, and he began to experience severe muscle cramps and intense thirst. John 19 and 28 says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. He was ridiculed by people passing by. Matthew 27, 39 through 43 record these events. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyeth the temple and builteth it in three days, save thyself if thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief priests mocking him with the scribes and elders said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now. If he will have him, 
for he said, I am the son of God. Verse 42 represented Satan's last attempt to avert the death of Jesus on the cross. Try to get him to come down for the cross. If Jesus had come down, he would not have been able to complete his mission, which was to save the souls of you and me. However, he was steadfast in his mission. He stayed the course. While Jesus hung on the cross in this terrible state, there were two malefactors that were reportedly hung on either side of him. Initially, it was said that both thieves reviled him. Matthew 27, 44 says, The thieves also crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. One of the thieves even joined the chief priests, the scribes, and elders who reviled Jesus and spoke negatively to him in Luke 23 and 39. Then one of the criminals who was hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and me. However, the other thief came to himself and rebuked the first thief. He then spoke words of repentance, received Jesus for who he was, and received salvation on that day. Let's read 40 through 42. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you were under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. When the repentant thief humbled himself and cried out to Jesus with a sincere desire for salvation, Jesus temporarily stopped dying and ministered to him. His response to this man was to save him and assure him that he would be with him in paradise. Luke 23, 43 says, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Glorious Acts lets us know that it is never too late to be saved as long as life is in the body. If any man will call upon the name of the Lord, Jesus assures us that he will save him. Romans 10 and 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now listen, it was a crying shame that the unrepentant thief allowed unbelief and pride to prevent him from the greatest blessing that he could ever have received. Could it be that even today he is crying in hell with words such as these? Why, oh why, didn't I cry out to Jesus? Why didn't I ask him to save me too? I was right there hanging beside him. The most incredible opportunity of my sordid life I blew. The other thief cried out to Jesus. He asked for salvation and he got saved. But unlike him, I was defeated by pride. And now forever, I'm in hell, enslaved. Dearly beloved, why don't you take this opportunity to be saved? If you're reading this post or listening to this message by podcast, stop now and realize that Jesus is never too busy to save you. If he stopped dying on the cross of Calvary to save a soul, he will save you now. 
Why don't you now call upon the name of the Lord and ask him to save you, to sanctify you and fill you with the Holy Ghost? He will give you eternal life. This ends part four and the final two stages, stages nine and 10 are found on part five. <laughs>